Coming to you east of Manhattan, it's FOH. Um, hello, everyone. As previously stated, this is FOH. I'm Lillian Devane. I'm Kelly Sullivan. And this is a service industry podcast. Prodca- project. We, it's a project. <gasps> it would be pro- so cool if we called this a project. This is a special project we've been working on. For no, not so. I'm, you what know, you some people say like, but they're like, this is not special project, just what? project. You know, this is our, this is our project. Like it's an ongoing I mean, it, conversation. It is, it is that. It is our Already. work. It is our work. Unf- I mean, you know, unfortunately, because it doesn't feel like work. You know what? Because it's a joy. You do what you love. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, no, we do love making this podcast for you. Obviously. Obviously. Or we would have stopped years ago. Yeah. Literally. Literally. Can you believe it? We miss every anniversary or milestone of this podcast. Yes, we do. Sometimes I'm like, hey, guess what? We just did 1,000 episodes. <laughs> yes, we do. And then sometimes <laughs> someone will mention it and be like, that was the 100th episode. And it's like, oh. Oh, cool. Cool. But we're not, you know, I am a sentimental person, but for some reason it just never really, you know, hits this me. One, this one, yeah. <laughs> No reason. No Anyways, need. three years strong, one full year of pandemic. Oh, yeah. Which is incredible. Which is incredible. Um, and I salute you and I give you my own little award, Kelly. Oh, thanks. Yep, here you and go. And to you as well. Thank you. Well, after the exchanging of the awards, we typically go into <laughs> <laughs> how we're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, how are you, Kelly? I'm great. It's... um. I have to work this afternoon, so we're doing a kind of an early morning. For me, early morning. It, it is, is noon. It is noon. It's 12.15. So. But I woke up at like 9.30, which is quite early for me. Yeah. We are. We have, you know, you're a night owl. I'm a morning dove, mm-hmm. as they say. True. Um, but it's good to see you. Lovely to see you. <laughs> Absolutely lovely. Um, do you want to do your service story <laughs> yeah. or you want you know, back and forth? What do we want to uh, do here? Oh my God. Um, yes, I have this. Mine's a quick one because it was so stupid. Um, <laughs> what happened and the person that I was speaking with, um, that my, the bar that I work at, the menu is quite conventionally designed under house cocktails. It says, you know, we're doing the Negroni gin, Campari, vermouth, sure. Margarita, Tequila, lime, triple sec, whatever. And someone, somehow, one of our cocktails is is a beer cocktail. So the last ingredient is lager because Mm -hmm. you top it off with a lager. And then the next cocktail is a brown derby. Mm -hmm. They said, what is the lager derby? I said, is it a prose poem, this menu? (laughs) Am I reading... Mm-hmm. Some Sharon Olds, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. some E.E. E. Cummings. Yeah, yeah, I don't think so. No, two separate lines on a menu. Yep, those are two items. Yeah, we've agreed upon this previously, years, <laughs> years ago. Three years ago became a mandate. Okay, so I need you to get with the are times. Are you fucking kidding me? I was like, what is it like for you to walk into a Panera Bread? <laughs> the must chaos, be so disorienting. Um. This is the thing. Sometimes a guest asks a question that is so profoundly disturbing. <laughs> it is disturbing. <laughs> that you're like, 
I'm not trying to be an asshole to you. I just, I am, I'm, I'm shaken to my core and I don't know how to respond to this because it doesn't, it's not within the bounds of reality. Yes. I think that's what it is. It's like when you are confronted with someone whose reality, yes, is wholly different from your own. What, how do you experience the written word? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I just found out. On a out, daily basis. <laughs> I just found out very differently than I do. That's like if I was like, wow, it's, isn't it so interesting that plants are kind of this purplish color? And you'd be like, wow, Lillian, I didn't, I had no idea that you saw greenery this way. Exactly. It's the dress. It's the dress. It's the dress all over it's again. L- Yanni and Laurel. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I should have pulled up the dress. Yep. Hey, Babe, what is it? <laughs> what do you see? We can go from here. Once you tell me, is it gold or is it black or whatever? Um, I couldn't believe it. I was like, no, that's no. I mean, were they by themselves? No, in a group of four. Oof. Someone should have preview that question. Uh, yeah, kind of. Girls, yeah. what do you think? What do you think this means? They would have said, "Should yeah. I get the logger derby, <laughs> babe? What are you talking about? What are you talking about? Yeah, I mean, maybe. See, if, you know, my stepdad, the one who died, one time was talking to my mom. He was like, "So it's been really weird my handwriting lately. I can only write tiny." My mom said, "Guess what? You had a stroke a couple days ago." <sighs> wow. Maybe her. Maybe she. I should have intervened. You, actually. Yep. It was a medical emergency. That's the only yeah. explanation. Dang it. Well, you know, you live and you learn. We're not we're not experts <laughs> Sorry, here. Sorry, lady. You're dead now. <laughs> we're not experts here. We're not doctors, nor do we claim to be. But, um, wow. Well, that's an experience for sure. <laughs> mm-hmm. 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 Um, I'm doing great. <laughs> Thanks for asking. <laughs> Kelly's really leaving me over here kind of to tossing the ball to myself. Yeah. Um, I think you can, I, and I think you're going to run with Thank that. you so much. A hundred yards. I love the, just the natural conversational <laughs> way this podcast goes sometimes. Um, yeah, I'm doing great. I, um, obviously don't have any service stories, but, um, I, you have a tip. I have a, t- <laughs> yeah, I've got a hot tip. Um, I went on a little research trip with a friend of mine to, uh, Western New York, which is not a place many people go. No, I would say, <laughs> I would say not. Um, a strange land. And I don't quite understand geography because I know that we drove both through Pennsylvania and then back into New York again. Mm-hmm. I don't understand the shape of the state. I don't understand no, how far and it goes. Pennsylvania and New York are both much too large. I don't get it. In Europe. I mean, it would be 14 countries. Yes. And we would be well-traveled. Yes. But I'm not, and I'd never been out there, and uh, and it's also Canadian. It's also right next to Canada. <laughs> it's also Canadian. It is though, because yeah. I went to a Tim Hortons. Yes, which is an incredible chain, by the way. Not to hawk for chains, but yeah, love it. Oh yeah, I had a great time at Tim. Hortons. I I was gonna go to Dunkin' this morning, but I just didn't. And yeah. Now I'm thinking I might hit it on the way out. Yeah. It's, there's something very satisfying about a, a large corporate coffee chain. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> that is just basically just Duncan and Tim Hortons. But, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, anyways, so, uh, do recommend, but, um, anyways, we stayed at, uh, at a, 
a little double tree in Jamestown, New York, and um, we went down to the to the bar one of the nights we were there, and um, I just wanted a martini pretty badly, but, you know, ordering a martini as martini drinkers know it's always... You take your life in your hands. You do. You don't know, and that's something that you have to accept and be okay with, and you can't be too fussy mm-hmm. depending on where you are, you know? Mm-hmm. Anyways... <clears throat> They were very overwhelmed at the double tree. I said, I'm going to make this really easy for you. Stressed out person working. I said, I would like a martini, and this is disgusting of me, right? This is really weird, but I want it. Uh, just could you make it equal parts? So half vermouth, half gin. And she was like, are you sure? I said, I know it's so weird. And she said, okay. Heard her shake it. I said, great. I bet it's going to be delicious. And it was absolutely perfect. Yeah. Just... I was like, okay, that's the, the hack is to say this, because I don't, I like, and I, you can't say wet. I can't say wet anywhere. No. There's like two places I could say, I want a very wet martini and Mm -mm. it would be fine. Yeah. Which is, you know, it's, it's not a typical martini order. No. But but if you say, but it is good. But if you say, I want it half and half, it's so weird that people are like, okay. They're just like, I mean, it's not weird, but you know, the message on that ticket was like, bro, trust me on this. (laughs) Fuck what? And, and it's not like a weird order, but you guys know what I mean. Yeah. I think that that's so smart too, because it's not, you, you're, you take on the self-deprecating. You're not being like, like I hate nothing. I hate more than when someone comes in the bar and they're like self-impressed that yeah. they're like, and actually if I could get it with Sue, no, and you're yeah. like, no, yes, no, no. I know what that is. Shut the fuck up. No, nothing about, yeah. You don't approach it like you. I'm from New York City, and sometimes we drink 50-50 martinis. It's like, no one, who cares? No one cares. It's, it's fine. It's just a drink. No one cares. But anyways, she was very lovely and very stressed out and gave us a free drink because we were so nice, and we waited forever, and we were very nice about it. So, again, another lesson, lesson that learned. I didn't need to learn, but was nice. Lesson. I'm a sweetheart. <laughs> lesson. I'm a perfect person. <laughs> so, remember that, everybody, when you True listen to this podcast. sweetie pie. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, yes. A culinary tour through Jamestown, New York. I brought mm. all of our own food. I was like, we're not we're not trusting the people of Western New York. Sorry, guys. With my stomach. My uh-uh. sensitive little stomach. Sorry. Anyways, and it's cancer season. And yeah. it's constantly raining here in, Ugh, here in New York awful. City. It's really disgusting. It's awful. I know everyone wants to be doing hot, hot vac summer, but guess what? Uh-uh. Not with climate change. <laughs> no, I mean, it's like a little bit hot, but in the wrong way. Every day we get a tropical rainstorm? No. Come it's on. really bad. I mean, that's why I left Florida. I didn't want to deal with that. And here we are. It's moved up. I know. It's caught me. It's it's coming for your ass. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, these rainstorms are truly out of control, and it is like nothing has pushed me to leave the service industry like climate change like in a weird way like i was i'm like i'm ride or die for it i'll do it i'm good at it yeah 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 and uh these rainstorms are really fucking cutting into my tips cutting into my Mm -hmm. salary my Mm -hmm. earnings my joy interesting it sucks they need to get on the case i agree i agree i mean i think the people who are controlling the weather need to realize yeah, the impact. The impact that, I mean, it is, you know, it's all, you know. If you 
know someone who operates a heart machine, please recommend this podcast to them. Just, I want them to know kind of what other people are going through. The human cost. (laughs) The human toll. (laughs) Oh my God. The people who think that weather is being uh, activated by, it's so interesting to me. Mm. You know? The people. Kelly, you don't believe... Okay. No, I don't believe that. Okay, please, God. We'll have another, we'll have another rehash of our Patreon where <laughs> we were both... I was shocked at what Kelly believed. Yeah. Anyways. I don't believe it. <laughs> Only half. Okay, well, I'll do a little more research into it and see. But uh, right now I'm just going off a coast-to-coast episode, and it's not particularly convincing. <laughs> not flattering. Okay, no. It's not it's a flattering portrait. <laughs> truly not, okay? <laughs> One of the most psychotic people I've ever heard speak in my life. So. Please send me that episode. <laughs> Please send me that episode. <laughs> uh, my friend Aaron and I, when we went on this trip, we listened to seven hours of coast-to-coast on the way back, and I was like, anybody else would be driven fully insane yes. by the amount of uh, crazy people that we've taken into our minds. But it's the three of you, Art Bell. Well, it Aaron was Harris. George Norrie, who's the who's the new host, oh, who sure. is just like, oh wow, that's crazy. <laughs> so a man's controlling the weather? Like he doesn't push back on anybody. Like everybody is correct. It's like the craziest thing he's ever heard. Love that take. It's so oh, is that the case? Every time. It's very yes, funny. Perfect. Okay, anyways, but this is not a podcast about that. It is a podcast <laughs> about the service industry. So uh shall we pivot? Yes, let's. Okay, great. Um well, everything, you know, in food media is either right now and kind of always is just PR or this person is bad and this <laughs> chef is ousted and here's the receipt. I'm just like, I can't read another story about that. No. Or about, and I guess kind of the pandemic, the pandemic writing has, has died down because there's nothing, I don't know. It's been going on long enough that it's not like yeah. what we really missed or whatever. Yeah. We're in a weird limbo, I think. We are in a limbo because, yes, there's no, it's not really like the crisis moments anymore of like everyone you know that works in a restaurant is going to be put to death for some reason. <laughs> yeah. Or, yeah, it's just we're in like such a weird time. But the, all those articles are still up. Like if you log on to like Eater, like on the home yeah. page, it's still like what we've lost. Right. The businesses, paying tribute to yeah. the businesses we, Yeah. Yeah, it's not a fun, it's not a fun time. It's not it a celebratory sure time in my mind, Mm-mm. right? No, are you kidding me? I'm like, this it's is what freaking... we were, this is what we were waiting for this whole time. I did. I sent you a picture of this. Um, my service stories this week are particularly shady. There was a woman at the bar who pulled out oh, yeah. like a MacBook Air at the bar. By the way, we don't have public Wi-Fi because it's not that, kind. it's not a co-working space. Yeah. And in her notes app, also completely inexplicable to me, is writing a poem about sitting at the bar. And it was her first time at the bar. It is July. I was like, babe, no one wants to read this. Not right now. Not right now. Maybe she was friends with the woman who kind of was thinking outside (laughs) the box about kind of the line reading. Maybe they are in a writing group. Yes, exactly. At that bar. And that's why that misunderstanding happened. You know what, Lillian? I think I cracked the case. Thank you so much. Um, No, everyone is being so fucking corny in every sense of the word to think that like reflecting on your experience of sitting at a bar is interesting in the first place secondarily everyone else has gotten over it and had raw sex at this point <laughs> in time and you're like 
I ordered a martini from the homely girl behind <laughs> you know, like, Shut the fuck up. Um, no, that's so embarrassing for all involved. Yeah. Please don't write poetry, everybody. Um, <laughs> just kidding. There's enough of it out There's there. There's enough. We get it. It's not full sentences. <laughs> okay, interesting stuff. Okay. Um, <laughs> so, you know, I guess this is sort of a, a cheap shot and whatever, but I just... While I was looking up, we just saw this piece that I was like, I'm sorry. I just have to stop for a second. We have to reflect on this because it's so egregious. Yes. And shockingly transparent and weird. I mean, beyond. Absolutely beyond. In TechCrunch, which is owned by Verizon, never forget, <laughs> <laughs> which is like, I can't get into it, but... um the piece is, is the U.S. labor shortage the big break AI needs by, I'm going to say, Chetan Dubé? Yeah. Sounds right. Um, <clears throat> I wouldn't want my name on this, so whatever. <laughs> if I mispronounced it, I apologize. Um, first of all, I would just love, I love, we and we joked about this, the big break. AI's big break. AI's big break <laughs> in 2021 is like... What? I'm also just imagining one of those like kind of like um decrepit um like humanoid AIs that are like bald women with like creepy lips. Yeah. And that's her Sophia. big break. Yeah, that's her big break. And she gets to, she's on center stage. I'm I'm imagining it like in showbiz terms. Yeah, she's doing Roxy, but it's so she glitches out during cabaret. Yeah. Um, I did. Did I talk about this on this podcast? I'm I got sure. a call from one of those Google assistants that is um, trained to have like human vocal hesitations. Uh, and that it called and it was like, hi, um, I no. would like to make a reservation for this evening. And I said, no, we don't take reservations over the phone. And she said, oh, really? I said, Yes. What? Yeah, because they're trained to have, like, human... So this is, like... Sorry. This is, like, Resi X American <laughs> Express X, the <laughs> Department of Defense. You literally... Yes. MCU. <laughs> <laughs> and that call was from Black Widow. <laughs> I can't believe I didn't tell you about that. That is so fucked. I can't... I can't deal with it. The like bank, the like Bank of America Pavilion, fucking <laughs> yes. like uh, like the the BMW exclusive. I'm like, we're partnering with your local. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, the XX collab possibilities. Because a a big part of this article um, <laughs> that Lillian referenced is that. <laughs> Again, like so much of tech reporting and I was saying this before we started re recording is I feel like I read a fair amount of tech reporting and it's so much of it is just like, that's not real. That's not real. Not a real thing. Yeah. Not a technology we have. And this is the primo example of not real technology. Like she's talking about this AI that learns that imitates the human learning process. So actually it can rep replace like the drudgery so that humans will be freed up to do more yes better tasks which is like and this is obviously a very like you know simple example but the thing that first came to my mind and i think it's like we all are smart enough to realize what that really means and that that's not true but 
like the is like the self checkout, right? Yes. So it's like you're taking away the mundane drudgery in quotes of checking out somebody and you know ringing them up and all of that. Um, with somebody standing next to a machine that is just like saying a digital voice re- repeating itself over and over all day. And the employee is standing there directing people to the self checkout line. Th- that's better to you. That's, that's a better job. An to improvement. You. That's, that's more psychologically fulfilling and spiritually. Like it's that's also better. Not for nothing. Like I was a, a, a cashier when I was in high school, we were in a union and it's a complete excuse to say, well, we've democratized this workplace where everyone is just supervising these machines. There's no need for the union because mm. there's no hierarchy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There's no, you know what I mm-hmm. mean? Like, it's like, whatever. Anyway, all yeah. tech is union busting. No, of course. Yeah. I mean, so this um, piece was like, so ba- they're like, so what are we supposed to do in the meantime? Like before the U.S. labor market, you know, until it fixes itself, what are we supposed to do? I'm like, okay, well, right now you're going to implement all of this technology we don't have. What are you talking about? And it's like, can't, and it's like the perplexing paradox behind Uber price surges. And it's like, there, it, it's not, it, we know why this is happening. And it's like, it's worth noting that low-wage workers aren't the only ones putting their foot down. White-collar quits are also at an all-time high. This is just this classic thing of, like, tech fixing a problem that does... It's fixing the wrong problem, and it's not even a problem. You know what I mean? The solutions are not to any problem. They're not addressing literally anything ever. No, ever. ever. It's also because, as we always discuss on this podcast, it's like... Money and sociopathy are never going to, like, converge to address a human need. (laughs) Right, exactly. And, like, they're never going to, like, you can say, like, we're going to train this AI to learn, but it's like, you don't know what people are seeking from human interaction because you have made yourself intentionally inhuman. Yes. Ubermensch. Yes. X, Y, and Z. Drinking fucking Soylent. And so, like what you train it to learn is, is like you could train right. a, a robot to shake a martini, you know, whatever, but that doesn't address why people go to a bar. Right. No, exactly. That's, I mean, that's the whole thing. It's just the, it's just wrong shit day wrong after day, shit. day after fucking day. It doesn't make any sense. I'm like, if y'all are so smart, why haven't you realized that you're not solving any problems because it's all money, but whatever. Also, my favorite, the best part, obviously, of this piece is, is AI really taking jobs if no one actually likes those jobs? Again, what the fuck? How do you not realize what you're saying? It's insane to me. It's absolutely insane. To put that fucking pen to fucking paper and write that, which I assume this person did and then scanned it in, like all people write articles, (laughs) not on computers. They 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 faxed it. (laughs) To techcrunch.com. <laughs> <laughs> then they had somebody, an AI robot, transcribe, transcribe it, it. And that's how you do it. Yeah. And that's how you do it. Um, no, it's it's also like, again, like, of course, this doesn't even begin to plumb that, like, the preeminent technology company in this country, in the world, Amazon, not only is not investing in AI because that shit is fucking fake. Yeah. It is 
intentionally saying we're not only going to have like they want to control the U.S. labor force lock, stock and barrel. Yeah. And they're like, we are going to burn through people's bot. Like uh-huh. that is yeah. their strategy. Yes. They're not investing in technology or developing technology. Nope. They're investing in how to exploit people's bodies maximally. Yep. Burn them out. Yep. Get them addicted to fucking pain yep. pills. Yep. And cash them out of the labor force. So show so, me a robot that can do that. Hmm? Huh? Um, <clears throat> I think the last time I was impressed by AI was probably Furby. To be honest <laughs> with you. So true. Really blew my mind. It was like the eyes. Yeah, it could you could tickle it or something. I don't remember yeah, what you did with a Furby exactly. You didn't have one. Yeah, I got a Furby. I think it was like one of those things that my parents were like, let's wait and see her friends get the Furbies and then getting calls from other parents being like, we fucking hate don't get the Furby. Yeah. And being like, I was like, all right, welcome to the fold. Here are my Tamagotchis. Okay. (laughs) And we're going to, Oh, I did have Tamagotchi. Yeah. I have, I found one just the other day. I have it in my possession. If you are so lucky, anybody wants (laughs) to kind of go down memory lane of our older, my older sister, because I was too young to have one. Um, (laughs) wasn't the right timeline for me. Um, anyways, we should have stopped there is what I'm saying. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. (laughs) Everything should have a, a, a stopping point of understanding (laughs) this is we've reached, we should have stopped at mascara. We shouldn't have done eyelash. See mascara. Yes. Oh, I see. Yes. (laughs) Well, yes, you're moving, you're moving the goalpost as it were. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like I can't get my lash. I, you don't think I want those long lashes? Are you kidding? They look so sick. Incredible. No, they do not. Every time I see a woman with those lashes. Okay. Not like the spider ones. (laughs) No, not like, but like the ones that people wear, like everyone on TV is wearing fake lashes and they look beautiful. Oh yeah. Well that's, I'm not talking about, you know, Oh my God. I saw what are they called? The Russian? What's the Russian? Oh yeah. Where it's literally a pelt. (laughs) I saw a woman on, well, she was a teenager, no mask, eyelashes to her freaking eyebrows. Like just, I was like, are you not supposed to be somewhere? (laughs) (laughs) What's that have to do with her eyelashes? (laughs) She looks like a stoned Muppet just blinking slowly. Yeah, she's Janice. She's Janice. That's what I mean is we, we developed, you know, great lash. It should have stopped with Maybelline. You know what, everybody? Here's the fucking problem, okay, that I just realized. And then Speak we'll get on back it. on topic. Speak on it. Do you know how much fucking Maybelline was pushed down America's throats <laughs> for, like, literally 30 years? And I have been buying that dumbass... Gr- I've been buying Maybelline because everyone says, oh, you can go all these expensive ones, but the best one is still Maybelline, no matter what. ba 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 Okay. Okay, how about this? I happen to buy fucking all may or whatever other thing at CVS miracle. I didn't steal it. And it's the best mascara I've ever fucking used in my life. And I just randomly pulled it off the fuck. Maybelline. It's not good mascara. Everybody. No, I agree. If I fucking lying to you, I use, um, if I use drugstore mascara, I use, uh, L'Oreal telescopic. I like, Oh my God. It made me fucking crazy. I was like the years I've lost to Maybelline. And that is the problem with media. They get, (laughs) 
a line. Uh-huh. They get a line yep. and they parrot it. Yep. And one of the lines was Great Lash is the best mascara. Openly, you can look at that brush and say, this is not going to do yep. deadly squat for me. Yep. But I. And, and then the next line. We love AI. Bring on the robots. Okay, I'm listening because you were right about the mascara. <laughs> yeah, and look, I guess and look where we are. <laughs> Just don't believe the fucking the lying media, the lying news media, the lying fucking fake news media about they're wrong about mascara. What else are they wrong about? Um, yeah, I mean. This whole piece is just so... I bet this was written by a fucking robot. It has to be defending itself. Mm. I mean, it's so fucked up. I can't imagine a human um, writing this. In the retail and well, service... she in- works at NYU, so that's, that's, that's another problem. Is that true? Yeah. Currently? I thought she was a professor or something, right? Yeah. At NYU. I think so. Which is like... It all... Guys, it goes all the way to the top, and the top is NYU, unfortunately. <laughs> the top is NYU. The top is the... Name another institution that is responsible for more suffering, I that swear to God. That is so true. That is so true. It, that is fucking 100% Second, maybe true. only to Harvard University. I don't know. Um, yes, Harvard University, but you guys would... The, the alumnus of Harvard would find another way. At least the students kind of stay out of your way, right. uh, student speaking. You the know? alumnus of Harvard would find another way to wreak havoc on this world. NYU foments it yeah. in a way that is so... <laughs> Bad. Did I you, had to watch Lady Bird and pretend it was a good movie. Look, we all did. Okay, oh, we God. all did that. Um, and you oh, shouldn't have to apologize God. for it. it Dave it, Matthews fan. Look, I know. Look, we all fell for it. Okay, come on. Um, <clears throat> yeah. I mean, I don't know how much else to read from this piece because we all know, but um, it's just like. It's just saying, like, people are unhappy at their jobs, and it's just so, I'm like, ah, whatever. We know why they're unhappy. It just, yes. it just I know, whatever. Yes. We don't, we, this is well-trodden te- territory, but it's just, it just really makes me angry to read a stupid tech crunch thing. And why would I keep reading it and do a whole episode <laughs> about it if it really makes me mad? You know, I don't know. It's hey, our the, prerogative. It's, the, it's the, the thrill of the game. Um, <clears throat> Speaking of... NYU and the service industry. Did you see that video of those two girls breaking into um, Famous Foods? She and Famous Foods. No. The noodle, you know? Yeah, I know the noodle place. Yeah. There's a, I mean, there's like a video. I guess something happened with the power and their locks (laughs) disengaged. And two girls went in there and like tried to like drunk cook dumplings and like stole dumplings (laughs) and like turned on all the appliances and stuff. Very crazy. And they were like, hey, if this is you, come forward. We're not going to do any." They posted the video and they put it on YouTube. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. I was like, oh, they're like, we won't do anything. But if you don't come forward, then we're going to press charges. <laughs> oh, my God. It's very intense. What an and, insane. And, like, I, 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 <laughs> I'm just struggling to understand the mind that, like, approaches it. A cl- an openly closed Shan Famous Foods, even when it's open, like the door is open. Correct. And then is like, I would love some hand pulled noodles. I would love some cumin lamb. Yeah, but you're not going to be able to cook that yourself. No. But the comments on that Instagram uh, post of, the, of that video are people being like, 
literal like chain emojis being like lock them fucking up. whoa like put them away oh. like fucking put they don't deserve to be like all of them are like fuck these fucking girls put them in prison whoa, whoa, whoa. i was like whoa 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 i mean this is what i'm saying robots cannot replace the sheer spectrum of human experience where those girls had a time to me that was almost that's a laugh it's quite whimsical of them and yes. then we have also people saying they should be put to death. I mean, the thing that's... <laughs> Can robots <laughs> encompass <laughs> such a such a moment? The thing that I was like... It, well, obviously, it's like, you know, everyone has, like, ring cameras and nests, and it's like... So it's like... But the fact that you can listen to their whole conversation okay, while they're doing this, this, you have to... It's unbearable, it's unbearable to listen to them because it's like... I mean, they do seem like shitty, rich college kids. For sure. But... Uh, it is kind of like a thing that you would do mm -hmm. at that time. And I don't think um, it's, you know, uh, a prison lockup situation. No. Um, just kind of some hygiene. I mean, in college, there were kids who broke into our, like, you know, Cisco cafeteria. And sure. if you go to NYU, that's the whole city is your Cisco cafeteria. <laughs> yeah. You get your little, I don't know what their NY, the, do they have a mascot at NYU? What is their mascot? What is their mascot? A fucking dumbass kid who is from a panther? New Jersey. No. Do they have sports teams? Yeah, they have sports teams. Really? Tiger? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a big cat. Okay, well, anyways, they've got their tiger buffs, <laughs> and they can spend them <laughs> however they'd like. But, yeah, I don't know. I mean, if it were a small town, the sheriff would come up and say girls girls let's have a little I know talk you know i know y'all know better i know y'all know better <laughs> now i know your father and he wouldn't be too and happy he wouldn't be too happy now your brother did the same thing now i remember i <laughs> read this is sort of tangentially related but um is fashion too obsessed with tiktok this was in gq um rachel tash tashjian okay. do you follow her uh-uh um i think she's great she's great fashion writer, but she was talking about <clears throat> like the way that like high fashion is reacting to like, um, the hyper hyper fast fashion of like Shein and yeah. TikTok and like how that like economy like turns over and over and over and over uh -huh. and, um, and have, and how we as like, zooming out as people who are like maybe not in that specific economy are like digesting that like the hyper-focused algorithmic mm. creation of aesthetic in that okay and she was saying like it's just so much information that we can't pr like hold on to what is like meaningful and uh -huh. what is ephemeral uh-huh and I think that is like really the 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 tension between AI and humans and i think sometimes we ourselves don't understand why something is meaningful and whether that meaning comes from the ephemera of the moment mm -hmm. or the like it's just like our our lives are too complex to be distilled down to fucking ai yes of course of course and when i graduate from the university of oregon i'm gonna first thing i'm gonna do is take a hammer and smash all the robots good okay i'm glad you're waiting to I'm get a waiting. master's degree i need i think i need that in my defense <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah 
So what I've learned here has led me to believe. Another person that I saw this week was like, so Lillian's going to ghost school? Listen, everybody, here it's it was a joke that I'm going to ghost school. And I can't tell you, and bless your... It's got legs. Bless your hearts. Everybody's like, that's so interesting. And I'm like, okay, but you know that that's not... I couldn't study ghosts because it's not 19 fucking 18 or whatever. Um, but I appreciate your support in mm-hmm. that if I were to actually seriously be going to school for ghosts, which again is not something you can do. Many people have said, "Many good on you. And I do appreciate it. I do appreciate it. I mean, I think that there will be an aspect of that in my studies. I sure hope so. But um, I don't think it's really considered, you know, an academic subject these days. So um, yeah, if I if uh, I learned anything from Ghostbusters, <laughs> that you're gonna rattle, you're gonna ruffle some feathers. Oh yeah, you you if know, you, if you want to be, you have to be a rogue if you want to study. Yeah. You know, the beams, crossing the orbs, them, you know, not yeah, crossing all of them. that stuff, all of that stuff. So anyways, uh, I know very funny. No, I'm just going for something uh, equally as useless. So <laughs> yeah, it's basically the same. Just say I'm going to go to school. It's fine. <laughs> She's studying Egyptology. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. Anyways, um, yeah. Have we been way too all over the place in this episode or just the right amount? I think we hit I think we hit it on the nose, babe. I think this is a top top tier episode. All time. Top shelf. Yeah. Great. Um, okay, well, we have a new patron mm-hmm. and that person's name is something roll, that I definitely remember. And it is Catherine. Yay! Wow, thank you so much. And guess what? It's a um it's not a. Uh, it's not a United States. Yeah. Uh, we got a pound. We got a pound sign. So, there you go. We're big in Britain. Brit- Sorry about the soccer game. Sorry, love. Sorry, love. Um, it didn't come home, did it? Sorry. Um, but uh, welcome and thank you, Catherine. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, what else? We have our James Beard um, cook-along tape. We're doing that episode today, so that'll be out shortly. Our other patron, Patreon episode is coming out shortly as well, and um, we're just going to keep keep doing it for you guys. Keep on trucking. Keep on trucking, and uh, please review, rate, and subscribe. Tell your friends. Tell a producer or um, sort of a media company yep. about this podcast. Love you. Love you. Bye. Bye-bye.